Welcome to Vice Versa. I have Elias with me today, Joseph and Anna, and we're going to approach an interesting question after all this COVID and coronavirus and stuff. How, do you feel different, even though we're still technically under confinement, did you rediscover yourself, new passions, new loves? Are you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at you. <laughs> I like to go clockwork. No, I've, I've, uh, I, I think it for me it like it accelerated mm-hmm. um, some of the things that I was already doing because I was already under construction type of vibe, so I was already kind of uh, isolating myself. So for me, like the the whole Corona thing, like obviously changed my social life, but for me internally, I was already questioning a lot of things, so it speed things up for me it was like more of a healing therapy type of thing where I took it like okay now you don't have a choice but to sit down with yourself and figure this shit out and um, I was already on the on that path so I was already using some tools and it just speed things up but what I've noticed also is that it made me more laser focused on the things that I want to do and sometimes a little bit too much I'll, I'll I'll explain. It's like you have more time to dive into the things that you really want to, and then a guy like me, I go from zero to one hundred. I don't do anything half. So I'm noticing now that I have weeks that I'm like super working, like I'm just working, I'm doing projects, and then I'm like at the end of the week, I'm like, hey, what did you do for you know for you? Like I mean, it's good to work on your projects and things like that, but what did you do for you? Well, you can find a lot. Yeah, um, I'm by myself. How about you? You live with your parents. You have any brothers or sisters? Just you and your parents. Uh, you and your mom, too. How about you? Me and Coco. That's the dog. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then be, be, being alone is a different... I mean, I was already alone anyways, but I mean, I, but now I you go wow. Now alone. I'm really alone, alone, alone. Yet you were still working. Yeah. Were you working the whole time? Or were you yeah, actually... Yeah, the whole, the whole time. Yeah, me too, same thing. I had I to focus on my business because... It's like the whole world is falling apart around and you want to make sure that this thing is like survives this. It's been open for 35 years. So you're like, you want to make sure that you're you're giving it your all because at the end of the day, if it, if it falls, given the circumstances, you would have set yourself, you know what? It closed down, but I gave it my all. I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit back and be like, oh, there's COVID, we're not going to do anything. So we had to change a lot of things. Evolve. Evolve. But I'll tell you something, guys. A lot of it's a lot of people were like, you know what, essential businesses. It's like you guys are lucky you were you're still open. Huh? Let me tell you. I used to put used to put the business on cruise control and make that same two dollar. Now to make that same two dollar, I have to work twice as hard, and you have to interact with people that are not as nice. The society right now has completely shifted and changed. People are impatient. People are rude. And people are not nice. And people are scared. Yeah, and people are scared, and they're and they're panicking. And I noticed uh, consumer behaviors in the beginning; they were buying in bulk and storing and all of that stuff. Now it's it's less and less. But now people are getting more angry, impatient, and you know, and whatever you have there. So 
for me, a guy that's like really focused on his business and his work, it's like now you reflect on yourself and you're like, what did I do for me? Meditate, I do these things, I do therapy. I, I still do it like, you know, through... Oh, you do like Zoom therapy? Yeah, Zoom therapy. Really? Yeah, like I'll, I'll go, I'll see, I'll see my therapist, but I'll see her on Zoom instead of seeing her face to face. It's a different vibe though. It's not the same. You don't feel as connected, no, right? No, you don't feel as connected. You don't feel like the session brought you exactly you feel like it did more nothing. it's like you oh my like god what did it do yeah like i, I could have called too? a friend of mine yeah i did actually i had about three sessions and yeah. there's such a difference between actually going somewhere and sitting there and having that that exchange face to face than being on the phone it feels so impersonal it feels it feels like you're just talking to a friend Literally, my therapist was doing her nails, and I no. heard her file her nails. That's she, horrible. She was at home filing her nails. That is the worst. So it wasn't like, video? No, not yet. Now she called me. She's like, la prochaine fois, we're going to do Zoom. I'm like, okay. Change your therapist. She was literally filing <laughs> okay. her nails, and I was no, venting, no, and she's no. like, uh-huh. No, no, no. Change your you therapist. You do therapy? Okay. I'm good. <laughs> one thing, though. <laughs> Are one, you sure you're good? Awesome. One thing, one thing I noticed. One thing I noticed though is that during the confinement, you tend to gravitate towards the people that you know and you, you want to make sure they're okay. And you also nurture relationships that you've maybe forgotten to nurture. That's what I find for me. That's the positive thing out of this is that I got closer to some people, some friends that I was close to back in the day, but now I wasn't that close when the pre, pre-corona. But you get in touch and the groove with them and you're, you're talking to them on whatever video chats and things like that. But you tend to check up on them more often. I'm not you were working from home? Uh, no, I'm actually experience. not working. It At was all. just checking emails and whatnot, but there was nothing coming through. So how did you go through this whole confinement thing? It was good. I mean, like like Elias said, like you take time to dig deep within yourself. What you have to do throughout this period, what comes up is it's a big awakening for humanity. So you have no choice but to face your dark side, your shadow self and things mm-hmm. that you've been suppressing. So there's a lot of things that do come up and there's a lot of things that you have to allow just to pass through your system in order to let it go or to work on it. Or let's say, let's say I want to work on being more patient. And now is the, now, actually a couple of months ago was the time to start, right? Now it's getting a bit too late because the world is slowly getting back. Well, there's another phase of the September rhythm. Exactly. <laughs> if anybody, so if season anybody, two, yeah, season two is coming. If anybody has any work to do, plan it from now and get ready for season two. Yeah. So was it difficult for you? It wasn't difficult for me per se, because I, I've already began the process. So right now it actually gave me a chance to laser focus and be really specific on what I would like to work on as because the pace that it was going before was at a much slower pace. So you're working on it, but then you get busy, you go out, this and this happens. But right now, you literally wake up. You, you have no choice. Yeah. You have no choice but to face it. You have no choice but to work on it. But I did also try to like be there for my close circle of friends and whatnot because most of my friends have kids. Yeah. One of my friends was alone, so I have to check up on them too and make sure that their mental health... What Have you guys noticed that there has been a lot of talk for mental health mm-hmm. on TV, mm-hmm. around, everywhere? There's Super a lot. important. Yeah, I did read an article the other day that it said that a lot of antidepressants have been overly prescribed during this COVID period. So a lot of people are bringing a lot of things up internally that they have suppressed. So. Yeah, because they have time to do so and to exactly. think about it. Because yeah. they're stuck exactly. with themselves. Yeah. 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 That's why people are more angry now. Like I, from coming from 
an essential business that we've been open during this whole pandemic, interacting with people is totally different. The word that you guys knew, that we all knew, it it, it completely changed now. Completely yeah, because people changed. have a different perceptive of how they want to proceed, knowing what they know now in terms of how you could get sick or how you cannot get sick or where you could be, where you shouldn't be, what businesses are going to be open. Do you want to put yourself in that situation? Uh, people are more reserved. Some people just don't care. Uh, yes, mental health has become an issue. But see, you said that you were actually gravitating towards those people to help them. Correct. And I, in turn, am stepping back. You're stepping because, back from, from Yeah, I'm stepping people. back because, okay. first of all, I'm the kind of person that if I see that you're kind of struggling, whether it be you posted a picture that kind of gave me like a a feeling that maybe I should reach out. I will reach out. I do that a lot with a lot of people. The thing is, I am so busy giving those people that boost and those ener- and that energy that I have that when it's time for me to focus that energy on myself, I no longer have that energy for myself because I'm so busy distributing it to everybody that needs it. So I can't... The things that I need to do that I should focus on, work is something I've always focused on. I've done that forever. But the things that I really need to work on, I'm not addressing because when it comes to that point and I make the time or I try to do something out of my element to to fix or kind of think about what the issues are I need to work on, I no longer have energy afterwards because I was so busy distributing it to everybody else, but boosting it, everybody else. But is that like an excuse or a way of you running away? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's why I'm pulling back. If I pull back, will I give myself the energy that I need? Or also the people that I'm reaching out to to make sure they're okay, are they now in turn going to call me and ask me if I'm okay? That's another thing I'm trying to figure out. Uh, how did you how did you spend the the quarantine? I was only home for two weeks. Okay, Afterwards, I was working. in the office because we have started making masks. So now we're making masks and beginning production. But I was in the office because we had to put our heads together to do so, to figure out how we were going to approach this because it was something we never did before. And we're a small team, so it was easy for us to social distance. We were always from each other in our own offices our conference room is big so we're able to sit far apart mm-hmm. but uh, I, I didn't have a I mean I got a lot done the two weeks I was home but how important isn't really to wash your walls and no see that's the things those are the things I don't want to put time towards and mm-hmm. stop being OCD and start doing other things that actually help my mental health so there's a lot of things that you've changed within yourself during this this pandemic or you're, you're yeah, actually trying you were already work. doing everything it. takes work and nothing happens yeah. overnight Mm. You have to first realize what those issues are and then figure out the best way to attack them. And sometimes what you think is going to help you doesn't. It's trial and error. Mm. What I say right now, I feel like the best version of myself. No, I don't. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm not there today. Interesting. What about you, Sin? I'm good, man. I'm actually very good. Actually, this whole thing actually put me in a situation where I was extremely productive. Yeah, I saw it. I know. So exactly like me. I took the opportunity because, yeah. well, I still worked. I never yeah. stopped working or anything yeah. like that. It was just a lot easier because there was a lot of management, to, less management to do. But I took this opportunity to help. And it was actually going back to what she was trying to say, right? So she was calling her friends to see if they were doing good. I decided to do it a little bit more wider. Broader, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, let me help these little companies. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, stuff like that. Was, yeah. And I was like, it's an opportunity. It doesn't cost me anything. It keeps me, my mind busy. It keeps me focused. It gave me ideas. It gave me, you know, you meet new people. So I pretty much met some interesting people. And that was that. At the end of the day, honestly, I have nothing to complain about. It's true. 
I have two healthy kids. The company's doing good. I have my health. At the end of the day, I was like, it's an opportunity. It was already on my plans anyway. 2020 was supposed to be the year that I was going to be giving a lot. Now, because of the COVID, I was like, oh, <laughs> it changed a little bit the plans because I hate putting my face on things. Yeah, really? I hate it. Think about it, two seconds. The podcast has no pictures. All my lives, even the marketing has not my face, but their face. I don't like to put me. I hate putting my face. But the live is at one point, you do have to have that. I'm not going to put them alone, <laughs> like just me in the shadows. But I was like, I don't, it's a necessarily, a necessary evil in that sense. But you consider this work, correct? No. No, this no. is fun. Mm. You treat it like a job? Therapy, you know? I'm very organized, naturally speaking. Now, do I see it as a job? No. No, because you like it and you enjoy it. Well, this is this is my gift to people, actually, truth be told. Oh, thank I, you. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, 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 uh, it's really my gift to people in the sense that a lot of people are like, I would do this, I should do that. And I was like, let me do it for you. Here it is. You know, you know you're talking about gift to people, and it's true because the last I did, I recorded probably like four podcasts with him. I went home the next day. First of all, I was hungover. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, probably two days after. And I was just like, you know what? That person now is gone. Now you're evolving to a whole new person. Now that you've shared and talked about it, now you need to do more than what you were doing before. And he's actually, so actually the perfect example for the podcast because I remember when we recorded the podcast, he said certain things. I was like, this guy's going to call me tomorrow. He's like, yo, don't put that out there. Yet, it was completely the opposite what happened. He called me and he's like, yo, that was so therapeutic. I want to do it again. When is the next one? And then once the podcast came out, because it's once a week, right? And he's like, yo, I loved it. I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. I'm like, wow. So then I realized for him, it was this way. There's other people for other podcasts, whatever. It's very therapeutic. They put it out. Jason was actually the first example. The first podcast, he came in here angry. And he's like, listen, I know we had subjects. Yeah, I need to talk about anger. So I was like, yo, record, express yourself, buddy. There's no rules here. Like I said, this is not a job. Rosie today couldn't make it, sadly. We switched it up. There's no worries at the end of the day. I just like try to organize things. I'm still spending a whole day recording today, right? So I'm doing two hours with you guys, an hour with them. I did two hours this morning with Thoughts and Confessions, and I have Saints and Sinners at eight. So I'm doing this, like I said, it's not a job. I'm not doing any money. I could actually get sponsors for this podcast. And I said, no, because I don't want no money attached to it. Because this is, it's like my little baby in the sense that here, it's for you. It's for free. You want. You also get you know? to do it your way. You don't have any. Well, I don't even do it my way because I don't even pick the subjects. I'm yeah, like, yeah. do you? For us. For us, basically. That's yeah. it. So yeah. I was like, you come and vice versa is actually an open mic podcast. So anybody could come push record and I'm just here to pretty much support the conversation facilitate facilitate and actually pick your brain because if I see something I'm like hey but did you think about this give a different perspective play devil's advocate simple as that because we all have insecurities worries issues anger doubts questions and I'm like what's interesting about this formula is some people I, I've never met I've never met him but we spoke on Instagram for a while now So this is actually the first time I put actually a face, a body, body language to the name in that mm -hmm. sense. So there's a certain dynamic where now I understand why I can actually feel. Because words on text, 
you never know, especially if you don't know the person. Once I met you the first time, the texting changed. I understood more the character behind the texting. I've known him for so long. I know when he's being sarcastic, when he's being angry and stuff like that. But before I met him, if he writes to me, I don't know. But I think during the last podcast, I surprised you with a few things. You surprised me like, because well, you were extremely transparent. And it's very admirable in your case where you actually had no worries in the sense, yo, I did shit. I got luggage. It is what it is. It's out there now. Are you like that next. in real life? Yeah. Are you transparent? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has his heart yeah. on his sleeves. Yeah, 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 transparent. That's what's interesting totally. with him because what you see is what you get. Yeah. There's no hypocrisy. There's no hidden agenda. There's no games. Good for you. He's extremely, Thanks. extremely transparent. Appreciate it. But it was really interesting to have him actually in front of a mic because it started as, oh, let's have fun and talk this. And then he started talking about some deep ass shit and his worries, even though it's relation or family or business. You're like, oh, shit. Like... Yeah, because a, a lot of people ask me like, oh, how did you find this coronavirus time? I'm like, it was, for me, it was a breeze because the last two years was very rough. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Now it's an opportunity to, I was already digging deeper, but now it's an opportunity to just tunnel vision because there's nothing else to do. Exactly. I can't go out. I, I can't do all those, you know. You don't have the distractions. No, and now I don't think I will go back to that Maybe I will go out whenever I feel the need to kind of like, um, on dit, genre vent, or I need to just be in that environment of uh, the club scene or whatever once in a while. But I don't feel the need now to do it every weekend like I like I used to. So it's like there's an evolution. And talking about mental health, that's one thing that I I really enjoyed during this time. It's like you go into some of the tools that are provided to you to you know take care of your mental health meditation and blah 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 and a lot of people when you say meditation they think about oh you're sitting down and you're just being zen no you're not you're just letting your thoughts run and it's you're just you, processing you're letting it come up exactly it process exactly which is was for me it was like a mind-blowing thing because i've never done i've never been that guy that looks deep into himself and then kind of analyzes whatever but that was the beauty and this whole curse of a COVID thing, where you actually almost obliged to actually face yourself. Even though you can binge watch Netflix for weeks and stuff at the end, you wake up, you go back, you see what you, you put, you ask questions and everything like that. I actually did enjoy the confinement the first two months. And I was, I don't know, I, I think I told that to you. It should happen once every five years. Yeah, you were telling Where everybody me. should be stuck at home for for a good month because yeah. I find it actually does a lot because people here especially in North America I think they realize how lucky they were before because now they're all complaining we don't have this we don't have that but that's the reality of many countries all year long on a daily basis of that's course. it yeah. so I'm like you know you're complaining with your stomach full right I'm a victim I'm this I don't have that my mental health and everything and I'm like but these people are going through this every freaking day yet a lot of people, sadly, were focused on them and their misery in the sense, oh, this is rough on me. What am I going to do? Yet your government's giving you $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I find that from fucked up. Oh, yeah. That poor little guy in Africa, he ain't getting $2,000 a month. Or, uh, <laughs> That's his reality. Or, or yeah. in the Middle East, they're not getting In the Middle shit. East, they're not even, the bank doesn't they're even give getting... them a dollar. <laughs> in Lebanon, we can't even pull out $300 a week. 
So exactly. So imagine that. So here they're just complaining, like I said, with their stomach full and they're like, oh, this, this and that. But yet they got Amazon coming over, shipping at home. They got uh, good food, shipping food at home and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, it was a wake up call. The only problem, and sadly, in a couple of months, when all this is a bit, well, a couple of months, let's just say next year, when all this is history, it's going to be a forgotten memory. It's going to be like, you know, the blackout. Remember the blackout in 1997, I think? Yes, the, the, the Verla. Verla. That's it. So everybody was like, it's the end of the world. No electricity, no this, no that. I know it was winter and it was really yeah. bad. But yet, it happens to the poor. It happens to, you know, these third world countries. Yet now we don't talk about it that much. No, we don't. See, so it's like this little... You think, you think it's going to be the same, eh? For sure. Like, for like sure, the sure. Spanish flu too. It went on for we're, two we're years and bunch, after that I was forgotten. We're a bunch of sheep. Ashana. Ashana, yeah, it's true. But it wasn't as big as this, the Ashana, yeah, was then, it? Yes, everybody was like running for the for the vaccine. Ebola, I remember all the media, oh, yeah. we're going to all die, <laughs> this, this, and that. Never actually reached here. My point, the thing is, the problem is, I, I posted it on Instagram last time. I was like, it's the blind leading the sheep. But I don't think exactly, I, I, don't, I don't think I can go back to being that guy before we'll Corona. See. I, don't, we'll I see. don't think so. We'll like, see. it's... I, I don't right. see we'll it. see. We'll, we'll see. see when everything opens and you get busy again and yeah. everybody starts yeah. going out again. Chilling in the club, terraces and stuff like I, that. I was already cutting off on that. Yeah, yeah, so you I were. I don't know, yeah. But that yet, majority, let's just say, there will yeah. be maybe exceptions. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go back to reality like nothing was. It was just, you know, tendency of trends. See, that's what I say and people disagree with me. Like, oh my God, I'm going to touch anybody again. I'm like, well, I want to touch everybody when this is over for sure. Yeah. But some people, no. Does it does it make did it make you rethink some of the, the life's priorities? The, yeah, like some of the your future plans that you had. Not really, unless All you're right. start unless you want to start a business that's directed towards the public. That now you can no longer mm. now you have to strictly go online. Yeah, unless you have that kind of business, everything changes. Most things are going to be more online now, and people are going to be more. Uh, they're going to be they're going to feel more at ease doing online purchases and seeing things online because they don't have a choice so like a lot of clothing stores right now mm -hmm. i really do feel that they they will close some of their locations there's a lot of things happening because consumers got used to ordering things online or no longer having to go to a mall the malls have been closed for how how long now three four months, months. Four, four months for months almost yeah Imagine. march 16th march 15th i think i did i, I took a walk in the old port yesterday and picked up some tacos with a friend of mine and then i was like you know what let me walk on saint paul i did the whole saint paul from the beginning of the quay i went in a and from mcgill, from McGill yeah to. i was walking and i was seeing these these places and i'm like because I'm, I'm in the restaurant business so i know and i'm looking and i see the owner there and he's like trying to like you know the whole delivery thing and people do take out and i'm like man This is not going to be the same It's not working. after that. No, but that's a good thing, though. Because what's going to happen? Well, a good thing. It's bad for them. <laughs> it's very horrible it's, it's, it's for very them. Bad that's for why them. I saw that in their faces. And I'm like, yo, this, they, he, they're struggling. Like, yeah, St. Paul. Struggle Central. St. Paul, it was empty. Yeah, and yeah, they're paying $20,000 a, a month of On uh, a Sunday rent, at one o'clock I mean? in the afternoon and it's sunny. It was on a Saturday. It was empty. There's no tourists. I'm like, what the? That's bad for them. But that was the logical next step. Instead of happening over five, six years, it happened in three months. Everything's going to go online. Everything's because it's cheaper for the business anyway. 
to ship. You don't need that labor. Ghost, ghost locations. Exactly. Basically locations where you don't they don't know who you are and you're just exactly. doing So it's like delivery. it's like Amazon for everything. Yeah, Amazon Pretty for much. everything. Every Amazon for everything. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to affect local business though because you can now easily you can now business. easily go hire somebody in India to do a, the job yeah, that you're Yeah, but that's the doing. thing. Yeah. So it's going to kill small businesses. So the rich are going to be richer and the medium and poor are going to die. Yeah, that's what. And the thing is if you do not anticipate the curve, you're fucked. Now we got like somewhat of a heads up to what's coming September. Yeah. And if it's not COVID-19, it's going to be COVID-21 or 23 or whatever it might be. And COVID-20. all the cons- you know, because the thing is, you can look at the conspiracies, yet it could be a lie, yet there is a little bit of truth or prediction of what's coming next. It's true. Because they're not reinventing the, the wheel. This no, has no, been no. going on yeah, like- for 600 years since, you know, everything. It's just it adapted to the times. Mm-hmm. Now everything's, why is Amazon the biggest company in the world right now? Because you don't see anybody. Somebody drops something at your door. He doesn't even ring at the door. Yeah, you don't even know where your product is from. You don't know shit. I mean, you he don't drops know anything. It People are becoming way more conscious about where they're getting their stuff. Well, no, no, they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got new customers made, that came made to us in and Quebec, said, you made in Canada? Canada? What, you're talking about the mask? I agree with that. No, not even the mask. We make uh, accessories, winter gear. Yeah. I mean, winter's going to come no matter what. People I are put, still going to need to stay I've warm. I've never heard about I put, people. I did notice that in the beginning of COVID. Most At the people, beginning? Yeah, they were supporting local businesses. Because yes. they didn't want China because of the whole virus thing. Because yes. Trump was saying the Chinese virus. Yeah. yeah. But they're going to forget that really quick because oh, yeah, at the sure. end, price will all outweigh, I don't care where you're bringing it from. It's cheaper, it's better. It's it's the consumer's mentality and it's brainwashing. Yeah. And again, and... But I, I don't know, Sin, if some of the governments are going to change their their rhetoric about buy local, buy from here. Because they don't want. It, but, but you know what? Le gouvernement du Québec, the government of Québec started Le Panier Bleu. I, right? I heard about I, that. I, I put my meat shop on Le Panier Bleu and I started getting clients that I've that's now. never seen before. Yeah, but that's market. now. That's now, yeah. But Wait until everything finishes. You think it's going to finish? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, but hold on a second. Eco consciousness or what's this created is like an anxiety for people to wonder about where their things are coming from and where they want to be getting their goods from. So some, I mean, look. But is it going to last? That's my question. Like, yeah, I get it, it now. Is that, before is that COVID. It, it started happening before COVID hit. Not as COVID much, just, though. No, not as much. It's yeah, because China, the whole virus thing. Up. Yeah, but it's the virus thing that came from China. So once you saw made in China or something, because you remember everybody was panicking because of the boxes. Oh, if it's from China, there's the virus still there and everybody was going crazy. Hey, people start buying fucking toilet paper. You actually think people are smart? So people stupid. are fucking dumb. When Pe- that, when I saw that happen, I was laughing because it's not a disease that's going to give you diarrhea. What are no, you guys no, no. doing? But that's the thing. So if you look at the patterns of how people reacted, right? So you're saying they, it went crazy on toilet paper, yet there was no correlation between both diseases. And then everybody started getting paranoid on the packages. Oh, they're coming from... It wasn't from where they were coming and meat, from. And meat. They were buying meats in bulk. I, my, I, me, I felt so bad. I was, I, I was telling my customers, I was like, why are you buying this much meat? Guy's buying like four or five hundred dollars. Because it's local. Because, because the media He's like, scared I'm af- the crap out of them. Like, and they I'm didn't afraid, know what to expect. I'm afraid there's not going to be any they, more food. They showed the crazies, right? Because you didn't see the calm guy going to get his two pieces of meat on the on the media. No, you saw the crazy people walking out with toilet paper and But and, for uh, me, for me, for, as a as a as a as a as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, I hated it in the beginning. 
or a pre right right before because I'm like this is not this is these are not n sales numbers that are are because of my my efforts. They're not realistic. These are just like pandemic. But type do you of, care? Me really? Me, I cared. Why? I did. It affected me. It's it a business. It affected me, and then my father. <laughs> My father was like exactly like you. He's like, listen, we go through ups and downs. And he's like, my business right now, I don't know what's going to happen. The uncertainty of it makes me not care if he wants to buy $500 or $100. That's it. But for me in the beginning, I did care. And I'm like, yo, this is but, not, but that shocks not me. something that I've, that I've but, done. But that shocks me because your business is to sell meat yeah. any way necessary, right? At the end, if they're because they're paranoid, yeah. It's but like, hold on, I take pride off of if my sales go up, it's because there was a yeah, marketing yeah. strategy in place. If there was something that I put effort into, yeah. But your ego is badly placed because at the end of the day, if you go to the core, core, you're a business. You sell meat. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. somebody wants to buy ten thousand dollars of meat or buy sell it to ten people for ten thousand. I could care less but as it, long as it's sold. But it took me it took me probably like a week or two yeah. to kind of like get over that fact. <laughs> but I was going to say, prior you to know? this, were you thinking of marketing plans to of try course. to put yourself in a level of... Of course. Okay. I was opening another okay, store. Okay, so COVID just got you there quicker. That's I was opening... No, I was, but yet I was it got them quicker, yet it stopped them to open another store. Yes. That's the irony of it all. Mm, yeah. It stopped me from opening another store, but I went... Digital. I I did the DoorDash. Well, everything now happens I'm, for yeah. a reason. Now I want to put the meat shop yeah. on, on the webs website. So you had to adapt so, to what was happening in the it. current moment. So, yeah. So instead of another store, brick brick and mortar, I'm going more online now. That's I'm it. thinking, you know what? Maybe we should just do instead of opening another store. Who the hell wants to open another store now? You should go more online. Yeah. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. This yeah. this boosted this boosted your business. So yeah. I have to, I have to ask you a question though. Sorry to cut you off. What does that mean? Everything happens for a reason. Well, everything happens for a reason. Let's say, okay. Because everything happens to teach you something. You know where everything I'm going. Happens, everything to happens to teach you a to lesson. Teach you something, but I get what you mean. I know where you're going. Because, because is but, there something that happens not for a reason? No, like no. Because I know what you mean in this sense. Because you know he's opening. He was gonna yeah, open yeah. another business, and who knew COVID was coming? And this this is what would happen to his business. Yeah, if COVID then, did not happen. And then you see me saying everything <laughs> happens for a reason. reason. No, because I like that phrase and a lot of people use it. But it, it does. If but it means nothing bigger, technically speaking. I understand. But when you look at the bigger picture, now when he looks at the bigger picture, he's going to be like, oh, wow, something that I was supposed to do two years from now, I already did it and well, it's, it's already true. set up. It's true because because let me tell you something. If I had opened, if, if, if things, if things would have been dandy perfect the last two years and I had opened and I had opened my second store before Corona like I planned to I would have been financially fucked okay so let me put you another so that's that's the reasoning of everything happens for a reason correct so imagine you would have opened that second store and Corona never happened you would have been great business. I would have been okay. Everything happens for a reason. But <laughs> eventually, you'd have to go online. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the no standard of evolution. Yeah. But yeah. I like, because that phrase always, I got that on Thoughts and Confessions. I actually got angry. I think it was Rosie who said that. I was like, that phrase is a positive phrase, but it means absolutely nothing. Well, it, Since it means... Since everything happens for a reason, that means there's nothing that does not happen for a reason. So you just said an absolute... The thing is, maybe that didn't happen to you, but a lot of people probably did open up businesses and are failing now. So what was yes. their reason behind it? It's they were true. meant to open up a business yeah, and have to fail. A lot of it's people unlucky. are struggling it's right timing now. Timing is everything. It's struggling. 
Timing is everything, sadly. Some people, oh, I won the lotto because that day I took that number. Things happen randomly. It's statistics, sadly. Some succeed, some fail. Why did this one succeed and this one fail is how you adapt. If you look at the Amazon, actually, story, what's ironic, he used to sell books, right? He I used, used to, to order books from that's there a it. long time ago. So they were I like, yeah, this, this, and that. Then chapters and all those companies started abstracting and then he adapted to his times and he's like hey fuck books let's sell everything yeah and look at him now yeah. now everything happens for a reason maybe but he just adapted those who adapt well succeed those who adapt badly fail yeah and, and that's the reality of life yeah and a lot of people who are successful in my previous job i used to travel and try to sell like after aftermarket services for people who own private jets so I met a lot of interesting people. I did that for almost probably 10 years as an engineer at, at Bombardier. So what I got from all those billionaires that I used to sit down with is that it's very simple, super simple. He says, you know what's the difference between me and that Joe Blow sitting at the bar over there? I say, what? He said, I tried first, okay, I took a chance and I failed 99% and I succeeded by that 1% that won me the lotto. So so I'll give you a better metaphor to that one. So playing like, poker, yeah. right? Professional poker players, the ones that make a lot of million. It was this Lebanese actually poker player that said it. He's like, I don't mind losing 100 hands of $5 as long as I win one hand of $10,000. The reasoning why is it's not your investment. It's the quality of your investment. If you see it's a risky, you go low. Once you have a true thing and you, you believe in your product, you go high. And as long as you lose, 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 you're going to lose. Eventually, you will lose some. But it's the way how you regain it or how you build off it, right? So in your case, let's just say out of bad luck, you would have opened up the second store, right? Then you had a close. That's a loss. Yet you would have pushed more on what you're doing now. Yeah, but the loss, the loss would have been five steps back, yeah, and eventually twenty took, steps forward. Yeah, but it would have, it would have taken me like that. That loss would have been like a major loss. But like it wouldn't kill you. We it wouldn't kill me, but it would have brought me back like a few years. No, no, but that's my point yeah, here. So yeah. the thing is, the situation is like you risk, and then there was this virus that was out of control, mm -hmm. and different people react differently to situations. So they play the victim. Or they see it as a lesson and they're like, yo, I'm just going to go harder, stronger, better, smarter, and this, this, and that. It's like investment. You can buy a building. You didn't do your inspection. Bad investment. Mm -hmm. Now you know second time you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. You're going to get that inspection done. Mm -hmm. Some people don't need to do that bad experience because they hear people talk about their experience. That's what's, what's interesting. When you meet new people, they tell you new stories. Now, you don't need necessarily to take it to cash value. Yet, you're like, okay. So, when you were talking about your past. I'm like, okay, so that's her case. You take some information. And you have to, when I build up a business plan, so that's what happened to them. That's what happened to you, right? And now this whole COVID thing, what it gave to people was the future is online because that cannot be affected until there will be a digital virus. And then people are going to be like, hey, reality isn't real, humans, and vice versa. It goes above and beyond. The minute that everything is going to be online, somebody's going to hack the system. For sure, there's viruses everywhere, digital or physical. So now, clearly, the future is in the digital. It's safer right now. But once all the money's there, somebody's going to be like, hey, let me come and fuck up the system. It's evolution in that way. You have to go back to go forward anytime and, and eventually. 
So again, you're going to go digital and then eventually there's going to be a virus. You're going to lose your, who, what was it? Desjardins? That lost Desjardins, all the list Desjardins, of the, yeah. and that gave him a hit yet they did not die. Desjardins, yeah. Right? Yeah, and everybody's like, oh yeah, we don't believe in online banking yet. Amazon's like, yeah, buy online. Okay, here's, here's, here's cheaper, right. whatever. So it depends the risk and the reward. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. That's it. So sadly, if you pay attention, it's it's an infinite cycle. Whatever we're living now, we lived a hundred years ago, just exactly. in different terms. Yeah, and two hundred years, five hundred years, six hundred years, the plague, the black uh, pest, whatever you want to uh, call it, it's, we've been through it all. The Spanish 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 flu, uh, Spanish Spanish flu. flu yeah, Spanish yeah. flu and stuff Killed like that. Killed fifty million people. Yeah, but that's history, right? Yeah. So in twenty fifty, it took it took two years for the virus to leave. I was I was like watching the thing there. Wave two killed about twenty million people. About wave one killed about maybe five million. Yeah, but it's not the numbers; it's the impact on the history. Oh, it impacted like, exactly. Stock market crashed. Uh, it was it it was a game changer. Changed the whole society as we saw it. But going back to the the COVID, what do you guys think about? Is there any like things that you guys? know deep down in your core that you won't be the same person post-COVID? I'm going to answer and maybe Anna could back me up on this. But <laughs> He needs support. I, no, no. It's not, for, it's not for the support. It's just... Uh, it's just... I'm not scared to be alone with myself anymore or alone with my thoughts. And I think that's something very... That's something that builds so much character within you the fact that you had time to process all these emotions and whatnot, and you had time to be alone with your thoughts, it really helps you put personal things into perspective and it helps you build more character. Like what Anna was saying before, she stopped for a period checking up on her friends to take care of herself. I think that that's, that's important. That, I think that's super important. So going back to that, I'm not scared of my thoughts anymore. Like, So you were before? Not really. I just used to overthink mm -hmm. and never do anything about it. But the fact that there's no more distractions gave me an opportunity to actually do face it and like process it. and yeah. do that. Yeah. But that's the thing. I find there's tons of distractions. There's to be perfectly so honest, now? what I'm seeing people distract themselves with is honestly almost kind of turning me off to society a little bit because I don't like the version of yourself you're bringing up to the table of some people. You know what I mean? Mm. What about the version of you? Do you have you changed? I find like, I'm actually... Or? I'm actually or you're in a, you're in a exploratory phase okay no the opposite I, I I'm not doing that I, I'm actually almost retreating like I'm I'm almost But, coming back into my shell and I'm overanalyzing things from a different point of view and I'm asking myself if if so so you're basically re-exploring yourself yeah okay No, but I'm not. What's coming? What what I'm coming to terms with are the things that I need to work on and and being away from society. When you are interacting with people, you're kind of almost. I'm. I'm really looking at myself, seeing how I'm interacting with these people, and asking myself if, okay, do I want to give this this much of myself to people? How come I'm not making the time to do the things that make me feel better? Like I'm reevaluating where I'm putting my time. That's mm -hmm. a, that's, but that's really actually the best thing you that's could do. Good. Yeah. With what's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Because the thing is, I feel again, people were very absorbed by their reality, by their lives, by their business, by their ambitions and stuff like that. I do this exercise often, twice a year, actually. Luckily, my birthday comes six months after New Year's. So I do it at New Year's, usually, and on my birthday. Is I have these mini goals 
many ideas where I want to go. It's not something specific, but it's like I would like to develop this by the like end of the year. Well, like so I usually do it for January, and then at my birthday, I see where I'm at in the progress, right? So I give myself a year, give or take. So the whole quotes that I actually posted was a challenge that I gave myself two years ago that I wanted to post one quote a day for one year straight. Because I was like, I have many thoughts. Let's just put it in words. And again, good, not good, it doesn't really matter. What was interesting that I realized this year, because now it's been a year and a half, is when I went to go back and read them, and I'm like, oh, shit, I remember exactly the feeling I had that day. I exactly know what was going on. Well, that's that. why you're posting it, right? It's but it's just me. For, for me, it's like, you know, people burn their shit. People, I like to re have reminders because it's always good to be able to look back and see your footsteps. That's important for me to have a reminder. But yet, I had a friend of mine that says, no, me, once it's in the past, I don't want to see it anymore. But me, it's just a reminder that so far, so good. I have progressed. Now, is it as much as I wanted to? Maybe not. But yet, it's still progress. Even if I do one step a year, I'm still doing one step. I used to do something similar as well. Every year on New Year's, I used to sit down and make a list of what I want to accomplish by the, by the year yeah, after. after. And you know what? I used to put it away. And automatically, when I used to go back the, the previous year to look at it, mm -hmm. everything was done. Wow. It's really, really... I never succeeded. It's really... <laughs> Me neither. But I never, I do, no, but I was close. Yeah, I do I honestly... Succeeded. It's really good to manifest. What you're doing is perfect every six months to have that. Yeah, yeah. At that, six months, I'm like, how, how far am I? And I'm like, okay, shit, I got to focus on that because it works with the seasons too. Because there's certain pro uh, projects or ambitions that I have that are really hard because you still have to have a social life. You still have to have a human life. So if I have business or if I have ambitions on qualities or flaws that I have to perfect or develop in me, at six months, so that's the beginning of the summer. Summer... There's more, you know, because of winters, summers here have a lot more weight, right? We have to socialize, get out there. I'm very productive in winter, fall. Summer, you're like... Summer, I know the next three, there. four months, I'm going to fuck up a lot. Because, you know, you, we only have summer for three months. Exactly. So I'm not, not really even. productive. I, yet, I try to do my best, yeah. but I know that's going to be low season. You yeah. remember how you said in business, high and low? Yeah. So and, that's and, my low and, season. And, and it's fine. But it's but it's still it's high fine, for me whatever. because in the sense I'll travel more, I'll meet more people, more events, I'm more stupid too, because I like to push life. How far can I go? Let's try this. Let's do this at least once, and then September comes and I'm like, okay, I got another four months. Focus, motherfucker. You know what? That used to be me, and this year, no, I took a different approach. I had like an epiphany, a freaking epiphany. I Sharing had. is caring. Sharing yes, is please. caring. January tenth. Okay. Public service announcement. If you plan on coming at me with your negativity in 2020, you better rethink that shit because I'm not holding back and you can't handle what I'm dishing out. My growth game is strong. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Vibrating mm -hmm. higher than your average bitch. Nice. I wasn't like having it no more. It that sounded like a because I, because I wasn't having it no more. Well, and, okay. and you would be very surprised. But, but what? I'm always reluctant to share that but what made type that of message. January 10th, something happened. That was reactive. It wasn't because an action. I felt like because I'm always boosting people up when they're down. I got fed up of dealing with other people's downers and realized, you know what? You know, you're making me down. Well, yeah. so that's it's what time happens for me because... to elevate higher than where you're sitting. Because first of all, these are all first world problems you're you're, you're complaining about. Exactly. Oh, my husband, this. All my kids. Uh, you know what? Some people wish they had a husband and kids, and they don't. Yeah. So you're you have a roof over your head. You can eat. You have a job. Uh, 
So these these people that were coming at me with their issues to me weren't really issues. So you're coming to steal my good energy mm-hmm. to to help you with this issue when to me this is not even an issue. Mm-hmm. There's a so lot. So of- and I had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hate or a lot of. Uh, negativity coming at me and i just had this moment where you know what no man fuck this shit you feel you feel a lot you else. feel a lot better now that you've for sure taken oh, yeah. the steps to do for that sure. but yeah. i'm still taking the steps towards disconnecting from people that steal my joy okay you're you know still I mean? in the process of doing it for sure There's wow. a- and i didn't set goals i just thought you know what this is where i want to be however i need to get there i'm going to get there but it wasn't about oh, i want to accomplish this or accomplish that because let's be honest the minute you put it out into the universe you should be manifesting it in your mind You don't have to put it on paper. I know where I want exactly. to go. I know where I want to be. I know how I want to get there. Now I have to stay true to myself and say I'm going to do it without compromising who I am or making people take me down the rabbit hole with them because I'm sure some people love me to go down there with I them. I love the rabbit no. hole. 100% metaphor though. Yeah. But you have to understand one thing. I think you misunderstood me. So my goals are not goals like I want to open up this or do this. No, you want to really, focus on certain it's things. It's baby baby steps. It's really tiny steps. It's actually nothing too big. But like we were talking before, it takes 21 days to actually build a, a good habit. So I'm giving myself a year to build a couple of good habits to eventually, again, it's like Legos. I want this big castle, but this year I'm not going to have it. So let me start with the foundation. Now let me start with this. And then I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this. So let's try this because only crazy people don't change their mind. And once life hits you with different things that you can't anticipate, you have to readapt. I'll give you the perfect example in my case. So I was supposed to develop four podcasts. The last one was Saint and Sinners. That was my little baby. That was business orientated and everything like that. That was supposed to be launched officially in March this year. Because of the COVID, I couldn't get anybody here. This, this, and that. And I was like, shit, damn, I can't do it anymore. What do I do? I decided to do lives. The reason why I did lives was like, until I actually get the possibility to get people here, let me build slighter foundations Let me construct the bricks actually to do that foundation in the meantime. So I'm still keeping busy. I'm still learning, right? Because then you adapt to people that you have on live. And there's situations where you have people that are not interesting or a little bit more boring. So you have to adapt and talk and socialize. I hate being in front of a camera. Now, I don't even pay attention, to be honest. When I do the lives, I just focus on the person I'm looking at. It's like I'm doing a FaceTime. I forget that there's people there. And then once I put the video For me, you see, I never listen to none of my podcasts. Never. I'm the one who produces them. I'm the one who edits them. I'm the one who cuts them, and I'm the one who puts them on. Yet, I never heard a full podcast. After just, it's been edited. Yeah, no, because even the editing, I just see waves. So I see, oh, this wave is too low, low. This wave is too. So I listen to a part. Okay, this is voices. He's too far and everything. And everybody's like, "Oh, your podcast is amazing." You know that part? I'm like, "Oh shit, I don't remember that part." It's like you don't listen to your podcast. I'm like, "Hell's the fuck no!" First, I hate my voice. Second of all, I don't do it for me. I do it, just put it out there. And I edit it. I do the work. And I do everything on me. This is all me, 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 me. And it's simpler. That way you won't be disappointed. That way you don't depend on anybody. Somebody can't show up. Fuck you. We pass along. We do everything. So I'm trying to be completely independent, yet I want to be very present for people. Anybody needs help. Anybody needs to talk. Anybody needs to move. I'm actually going to help two people move next week. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> me and my big mass mouth. But again, I'll do it with a smile. And I understand that. Yet, if I'm going to move, I'm not going to ask anybody for help. That's the thing. So it's okay with that. Eventually, I will, maybe one day and stuff like that. But I try to show by example. And at the same time, because I have two kids, it's really important for me to show them a positive example. 
So they know about the lives. They know about the DJ battles. They know about everything, the podcast and everything. Well, they can't listen to them. Not right away. We're I not hope, there yet. I hope not. Especially not these <laughs> podcasts, that's for sure. But my point being is, if I cannot show them what I expect from them, I would be a hypocrite, right? You have to do that. You have to do this, but I'm not that. Some people are okay being hypocrites. They Again, don't even realize they're being hypocrites. There was that expression in French that said, fais ce que je te dis, mais ne fais pas ce que je fais. I hate that expression. So the translation would be, say what I tell you, but don't do what I do. Exactly. Me, I'm like, do what I do, or at least you know that whatever I'm asking you, I'm doing it, me. It's as simple as that. And then, like I said, the battles come, these little micro goals, I call them. It's not like, oh, I want to lose 100 pounds. It's not like these type of ambitions. Just like, oh, I want to develop my, I want to read two books this year. Which books? I just want to read two books. So it starts with one book, and then another friend of mine is like, oh, you should read this book. I didn't expect to read that book. I read that book, and it's interesting. I started this whole podcast thing. Originally, it was going to be one podcast. So I was going to rant and whatever. Then I was like, wait one sec. Let's do calculations. I can do it on myself. And I'm like, but wait, I'm going to have this whole studio. I'm going to do one podcast. Fuck it. I'm going to do two. Wait, I have other ambitions. Three. Wait. Four. Then I was like, wait one sec. I can't live my whole week editing podcasts. Maybe you just talk too much. Yes, probably <laughs> I do. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still talking. <laughs> and it's been five fucking hours. Yet... I like it because I hear stories, I see people's joys, people's fears, and it reminds me that we're all going through something. 100%. And like I said, if he's going through, let's just say, a situation that I find, I was like, that's a walk in the park. Because when you were talking, you were like, yeah, but people are going through stress and shit like that. Jim Jeffries actually had this interesting analogy. He's like, don't you find it ironic that a billion dollar guy that loses a job commits suicide Yet an African kid that has to walk two hours to get water wakes up every day with a smile. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what's the difference between both of them? Is their ambitions and goals. The African kid wakes up and he's like, hey, I have another day to live. Yeah. The millionaire is like, oh, I'm such a shame. He puts so much pressure on himself to a point that he sees himself a failure. Yet he has a billion dollars at home. Yeah. He just lost 10 million. 10 million is nothing. Yet he'll go and commit suicide. So I was like, we have to humble ourselves so low that having, and there was this philosopher that said, fuck the cup that was half full, half empty. Be happy you have a cup. Yeah, mm -hmm. 100%. And I bad. use that yeah, line all the true. time. When people come at me with their issues and talk about things, and they, oh, you're in a good mood today. Yeah, how come? I'm breathing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why would I not be in a good mood? But then I realized when people tell me their stories, I'm like, yeah, but that's easy. I would live. But then I was like, but I'm not them. Yeah, I don't yeah, have their luggage. Yeah. I don't have their insecurities. I don't have their fears. I don't have their mood swings. I don't have everything in that sense. So being able to put yourself in their spot is amazing. And that's where you're going to see more empathy, mm -hmm. more evolution, and more happiness. Because it's not a competition, sadly. Yeah. I think giving back is the best currency in the world for me. I mean, Especially when you want nothing in return. You are absolutely. You're nothing. free from the pressure you know? of, I was there for you, yet when I was low, I was in there. You were in there for me, but I didn't expect. Yeah, don't expect anything. Exactly. Yeah. Never. It could be just a phone call, checking up on somebody. Yeah. You can give a them text, a phone know? call, a gift. Anything. Chocolate. <laughs> anything. You know, it's you know? funny you say that because I saw a post going around online that said the opposite of that. It said something like um, you know it's uh, great if you're the kind of person that uh, 
that calls somebody to check if they're okay. It, uh, you know, see how people uh, act towards you. See if somebody's putting in the extra effort. And then underneath, it was followed by, no, you shouldn't be putting in the extra effort because other people's, um, basically, you shouldn't expect somebody to come and help you with the way that they feel where their mental state is when you're too busy worrying about your own. Something along those lines. It was actually mm-hmm. kind of counter. Mm. saying that that you actually shouldn't be checking up on anybody and you shouldn't expect anybody to because everybody's going through their own thing expectation what do you think about is, that expectation is the biggest uh, issue I had to z- resolve with me because once you have expectations you're sending yourself to fail to be disappointment sure, sure. and the thing that's is my was, line. <laughs> expectations are the blueprints for disappointment but that's the thing and I had a big struggle with that before because I was like I expect to do this to reach that to have this and this and that And then once I didn't reach it, even though maybe I gained something even better, I wasn't able to see what I gained because I was like, oh, I was expecting that. And I realized when you're with people, you're in a society, and I'm like, oh, you see, I've been kind with him. I helped him move. So that means if one day I need to move, I expect him to come and help me. And that's when you're like, shit, I helped you. How come you didn't help me? I don't have to. But that's the thing. I don't have that expectations anymore. Yeah. I ask. You're not. Cool. No worries. We move along. And that comes back to why I'm not angry about the situation I was mm-hmm. telling you about the boy. Mm-hmm. Because I have no expectations anymore. Yeah. I know. He knows. Cool. That's it. We move along. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the biggest, probably, the biggest thing I had to work on. It's so hard to do, though. Like, we're, we're humans, right? We, we, we tend to have... Hope, expectations, hope, or whatever. We were and born that like, way, you know, right? Uh, hope, belief. So it's like, you know, at times you're like you're you're walking into it, but you're like, you know what? I sometimes catch myself. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna get disappointed. I just got expectations. Fuck. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've been through it too. Yeah, you know, you always sure. expect others to treat you the way you treat, you treat them, them, and it never happens. Not forget it about doesn't that. Work like forget that. Forget about. Do everything with a good heart. Oh yeah, and definitely. With a, and Open expect heart. nothing in return. Like you said, be empathetic. It's the biggest strong suit that any of us could be could wear. But I'll Great. get back to what you just said here, and I put this on another podcast, especially in relationships. And I don't know if we had this conversation, me and you, but I realized after my 12 years relationship. So, you know, they say love is not looking at each other's eyes. It's looking in the same direction. You realize that, let's just say, the perfect example I always give is my the mother of my kids. When she was sick, she likes to be taken care of, fed, you know, giving hugs and shit like that. When I'm sick, I don't want people to bother me. I like to get downstairs, leave me alone in my covers and watch movies. So what I used to do was when I w- when she was sick, I would do to her what I would want to be done to me. And that was the biggest mistake. Because you you love people the way they want to be loved, and they will love you the way you want to be loved. Because there's these expressions that contradict themselves. Do to others what you would want them to do to you is the biggest bullshit ever, actually. <laughs> That's the thing. So you grow up to these phrases, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, wait one second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I don't like to be bothered when I'm sick, but she does. So should I show her what I want for me? That's being selfish, right? I'll do to her what I want her to do to me. So I was like, no, I'll do to her what she wants to do. Hopefully she'll understand and she'll do to me what I want to be done to me. So that's why the irony, when you pay attention to these little details, you realize that life is a lot simpler and it kills expectations too, right? Yeah, but the problem is that... (laughs) There's always a problem. (laughs) Yeah, because 
they're expecting how many times in relationships are people not happy because they expect something okay and All instead of sitting down and actually talking about it and saying you know what what is it that you expect from me those conversations aren't happening which is why relationships crumble because people can't communicate 100% the only difference here is we're at a certain age if i would have said what i just said now to me 25 years old she would have said go fuck yourself and i know 25 year olds very uh, look I, Case by case. He's a 40-something-year-old and he was a bigger baby than 25-year-olds, I know. No, but that's yeah. the thing. It's case yeah. by case. Some people evolve. Some people get that enlightenment. Some don't at all. Yeah. Some go backwards. Some go forward. And that's the reality of life. That's where expectations come and play again. If you expect them to evolve as quick as you. You know, long-term couples, right? 12, 15 years. You're like, yeah, we, we grew out of love because, you know, one grew one way, one grew the other. It's not necessarily that, you know, you have to hold hands drag them along or they drag you along if they're like i'll meet you when you get there you might get lost and the thing is you have to go through these bad relationships you have to go through these relationships ups and downs if you do not lose you cannot value winning because if you win all the time the jordan documentary proved it yeah, best it's true everything had to do with his ego in the sense that he was always better when he felt that he was threatened or when he lost and that's when he stepped up even higher. And that's the thing. You have to lose to appreciate a win. If you're winning all the time, that win has zero value. Point. Good point. Sadly. But yeah. again, it took me years, right? It took me years. Like, it's easy now. I'm at 41 years old. But talk to Sin, 25 years old. He was the biggest asshole of the group. Yet I'm still <laughs> am today. But smart. A little bit enlightened, let's just say. But you have to go through the process. Now, I'm hoping... People that listen to this, maybe even though they don't take the 100% of the message, they take just a little bit or maybe makes them think or doubt. And like, hey, it makes maybe a little bit of sense. Let me focus on this. They can discover their own path, their own, not necessarily the same as mine, but at least guide them away. You, know, you should go that direction because you're not mm -hmm. going to be happy that direction. Because mm -hmm. it's pursuit of happiness life, right? At the end of the day. And then when you live in a society, for you to be happy, people around you have to be happy. So if you're mm -hmm. not able to feed each other that energy, right? Because you, you guys keep on saying energy, energy, energy. And again, I don't like to define it energy, whatever, vibes, vibrations, whatever, but it's true. Everything's contagious. You're in a good vibe, everybody's in good vibe. Even if somebody's in a bad vibe, if your energy or vibes are actually high, they'll like, you know what? Life is not that bad. Yeah, but the real test is actually not letting people like that influence your energy. It's still vibrating high. You don't want to. You don't want to exactly latch but, onto that. But that yeah. takes time. That's when you're your own. You yourself, you're a whole entity, and you don't depend on others. And then you become that contagion, right? Negative or positive. When you're extremely positive, you bring anybody negative, he's going to be attracted to you, and he's going to start getting positive. And those who are extremely negative, you know, those eternal victims, life vampires. That's it. So they're like, oh, life, life, drama, 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 oh, drama. Then you're like, okay, then they just suck the soul out of you at that point. That's why you're like to... the, I can't catch a break. I'm yeah. Like, oh, the eternal victim, I call them. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Those who are the eternal victims, sadly. But again, we live in that society where we feel, and again, the millennials are a big issue, to be honest, because they felt indulged. They feel that everything, they deserve everything. Yet they don't do zero effort and they're always a fucking victim. I don't blame them, man. They're on these things and it's like, 
validation, uh, validation, just one, validation. One post is like goes viral, and the next thing you know, they're like multi-millionaires. Yeah, but it's, but it's incredible that they want that 15 minutes of fame. That's what they want. Artificial with it's, it's zero talent, like those artificial. I, I got mad at this girl that was like, she was what 26 years old, she was a life coach. I'm like, What, what, what life coach are you? What life did you have? <laughs> like, we're we talking about reincarnation here, like, what's going on here? It's that craziness, life coach. yeah. Life coach at 25. <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, she... Seriously, and they're like, I'm an influencer. What are you fucking influencing? I hate that word, me too. I hate that word. Oh my god, what's your talent? What's your talent? Word. I'm photogenic, I'm an influencer. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And what's your talent? Uh, I'm a photogenic. I, I have a nice ass <laughs> with 25 fucking million filters. Yeah, but see, this young people look at this and they're like, I want to become like, that. But that puts ex extra pressure on them because yeah. they're trying that's to why reach they're that's, why they're that's why they pop that's so why much they're pills. That's why they're all cracking. Hey, look, yeah. look, look who's the new billionaires, the Kardashians bullshit That's why they pop what's so much talent? pills. One had a sex tape, yeah. right? Yeah. One became a man, or no, a woman, sorry. And the other one has been fucking every rapper on the game. Pretty much. And yet, you look at the before. Not to say they don't work hard. You sure, work hard they, at what? Sucking dick. Probably working hard on like under under managing their day to day. We don't know. No, they have a team. <laughs> we don't they know. have a team. They have right? a team. They, they have a good yeah. team yeah. that you have to get. Show up. Isn't yeah. Kylie a billionaire now? She's a, yeah. she's a billionaire. Apparently, yeah. she's not. Forbes said she lied. Not, though, did you see? Did you hear about that? No, no, no. no they took just... away her billionaire status. No, why? Apparently, she lied about her taxes. Or real? Well, didn't Donald Trump do the same thing? But again, like I said, she's the billionaire, millionaire. Yeah. She has a lot of money. She influences a lot of people, right? Wasn't she the one that posted a picture of an egg? And then it was 30 millions. We, uh... No, somebody posted a picture of an egg and it broke her record for most liked ah, yeah. photo. Liked yeah. photo. So exactly. So that's the competition. They're like, they're, <laughs> so that's why they call them influencers. They're like trend, not, not trendsetters, but they'll do something that kind of changes the market yet everybody sort of did it before her yet she was just the most popular she had the most reach and voila yeah exactly and but, again, but that's what these young people kind of gravitate towards yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. and I'm sure us when we were younger our that generation but you know what scares uh, me about this us, generation saying the same thing too. but you know what yeah. scares me about this generation these 20s early 30s or uh, late uh, 19s What's going to happen to them in 40 years? Exactly. They're growing up way too fast. Depression and... They're going to be like, suicide. oh shit, I have zero talent. Well, I have they're gonna, zero... They're going to realize that they, they, you know, what they saw and what they aspired to be was never really within their reach. But hold on. Maybe maybe when they reach their 40s, society would have changed that society now kind of taps you in the back when you're artificial fake society does tap you in the back yeah, when but, you're like well, that now but, but, but maybe but, but, maybe but, but, when but, they're but, 40s it's gonna be even more maybe but but, but you're making one know. little tiny mistake on this one society's gonna tap them yet they're the ones who influence society no there's the one that influence society but there's 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 a certain limit to how much you can influence society because society runs its course right there's governments there's people that are making decisions for the population and then it's like Follows trends, right? Yeah. Follows trends. Those trends are influenced by influencers. Exactly, but 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 not but not 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 completely one hundred percent because what is in today might not be in when they're in their forties. Definitely, and I think that it's. But they're going to be outrun the by the twenties. The fakeness is going to just increase more. Yeah, and more. Oh yeah, the and pressure, more, the pressure and people more. are facing. And yeah, more to the point where I don't know what it's gonna be like mass, just, just, mass suicide. No, no, but think about it. Just imagine us, right? When we were younger, mm -hmm. and when I was finishing high school, beginning of college, 
Botox, fake tits was like, ugh, you're so fake. Yeah. Now it's common. Fake. Oh, now it's now chill. It's just common. Now it's chill. Now it's, it's like, common. It's oh, not, I got my tits What, done. you didn't get oh, your tits? Oh, me, it was last week. I'm redoing them in six months. I'm getting the new ones. I, it's it's I common. Ass, Did you bro. see the TikTok challenge? Nose job check? No. Yeah, there's a TikTok challenge. Oh, nose job? The internet has no chill, man. The internet no, has no chill. And it's all young kids showing their before and after nose jobs. No. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Exactly. It's fucked up. And now People I have two kids. Shocked if you haven't had work done. That's fucked it. So I have shit. two kids now, and I have to explain to this: this is fucking evil. Yet everybody's fucking doing it. It's it's insane. But that's it my is. point here. Do you follow some of these people? Uh, I don't. No, no, me I don't. I don't no? have I don't I have don't anybody know. on my Instagram that I don't know personally. Well, my personal one. I, the business one is an open account. I follow like let's say I'll follow like a certain person if he brings something positive into. Whatever yeah, to I, me, an influencer I, is somebody that's positive. There's some people that are doing change, something positive, uh, whether yeah, it be for themselves. Like I follow most of these people are full of shit. Like I, like I yeah, follow Gary Vee. So let me let me put it in perspective. So Robin Williams, right, the comedian, his career was making people laugh, making feel people good. This guy was a philanthropist, giving charity and everything like that, and he was dealing with depression. Good Yet job. his job and what he enjoyed the most, Patch Adams. He was a guy to make people smile, yet he wasn't able to make himself smile. Yeah, That's some fucked up. That's the thing. These people are influencing, for whatever reason, money or for good heart, because it's a distraction from themselves. And it's really crazy that you're able to help somebody and make him happy to expand when I'm not working on myself. That's why it was important what you just said before, is like, it's okay to help people. But if you're not helping yourself first, you will crumble and that's it so me when I reach this level now today that I'm like I don't need anybody I'm fully independent my career is good my health is good my parents are good my kids are good me giving back does not affect my reality in any way or form you like you like you don't like don't yeah, watch yeah which goes back to no expectations exactly because yeah. now I completely eliminated that exterior thing ah uh, because when you told me this is a job this is not a job if tomorrow I decide I'm like you know what fuck it I stop it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to lose sleep over this, right? That's the pressure under it. I eliminated that. Now I'm selling the house, for example. Everybody's like, oh, this is the house where your kids were born and this and this and that. You know, it's a big house. It's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm going to get a condo. I'm going to save some more money. It is what it is. I'll travel seven times a year now. You have to evolve. It's but that's it. For you. You, you have to refresh. You have to start new things for you and for your surroundings. Now I have two people that are dependent on me right now. And it's scary. Because I'm like, I know I can do my job at home, yet eventually they have to go into society. They go to school. They have these TikTok challenges. They have these Instagram influencers. They have TV. They have radio. It's a never-ending story. My son at one point asked me for Jordans. 10 years old. I'm like, why do you want Jordans? He's like, oh, it's super cool. It's on everywhere, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'm like, you want them? You have to work for them. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, we can afford them. I'm like, I don't care if we can afford them. You're going to work for them. I'm like, there's nothing that comes without. A reaction comes from an action. You work, you get money. You don't work, you don't get money. It's a good mindset. It's an energy have. exchange. Exactly. So I'm like, you want your Jordans? Cool. Then I made fun of him because he's 10 years old. So his shoes, he started like, he bought them for Christmas. He was cleaning them. He didn't want to wear them. Winter came, he couldn't wear them outside. And now spring came out. And they don't small. fit him. And I'm like, now you're going to see your cousin wear them, right? And you worked so hard for it. Great investment, son. And he's like, no, but I'm like, what, you want to keep them in the box and just take pictures with them? And squash his foot in there. <laughs> That's it. So he's like, ah. I'm like, exactly my point. 
Then he's like, okay, 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 okay. I was like, once you grow, after that you can get all the collections you want. We know that's a good investment, but that was a very bad investment. Yeah, but that's props to you because most parents would have just gone on and bought them in three different exactly. colors. But that's buying peace. 100. That's just buying silence. So that's just like, I hear, shut Which up. most people do. A lot of people do yeah. that. Especially, Which is why influencers are out there looking the way they do in their $1,000 shoes. Hey, 1.5 you know. million followers. I don't even know that many people. Like, really? <laughs> but, but there's some there's some good ones out there. Like, I follow Gary Gary Vaynerchuk. I, I, he's not, I don't call him an influencer. He's more of an entrepreneur. But he, he, I love I, him, I, I yet like he's, him. He's, he's often full he's of shit. Yes, it depends. He much. is often full of it shit. Depends. His message sometimes is good. Like, you have to go, you have to, like, it's like going to winners. Not everything is good. But if you look well, you can find some good, interesting. He's raw. He's raw. He just, just. Gives it to you. No, 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 no. He's no. full of shit. He says a lot of things just to say, to sell, or to sell an image. He's full of shit. And again, well, he's, like, a, he's a marketing guru, though. Like yeah. he's a, I feel like he's a, he's like a, because I, I, I was right before he blew up like really like rapidly. I saw like so I was watching like a documentary of some of the things that he's done. And what I did he like, do? I was, I was like, whoa, this is like. Took his family business, wine business, from yeah, yeah, three million, that. took it up to 60, 65 million. He literally was telling people, I'm going to sell wine through the internet. And people were like, what, you're going to like put wine and put it in a, in a, in a cord and then it's going to get to me? I don't, I, like, I don't really don't understand that. He saw things that people didn't see. And you could see him on CNN talking about shit. And then a couple of years later, the same things that he's talking about is actually happening. Yeah, and how many things did he say that did not happen? It's true. I mean, I mean there is. That, no, yeah. but it's okay. <laughs> there it's is. okay. Like <laughs> I said, if you throw something in the dark, you'll eventually hit something. But like I said, it goes back to what the guy was telling me. He's like, 99% I fail. And I with that 1%, that 1% I was on the Yeah, but what he forgets ball. to tell you is that 99% that he failed, he had 3 million business in the back. Some people start from scratch. It's like Donald Trump saying, I have a billion dollar company. Yet his father gave him 10 million. Uh, uh, yeah, but it depends. But, but with Gary, I feel like knowing his story, his dad didn't give him anything. So he worked really hard at that live wine place and he was working for X amount of money. But it's true. There's a lot of things that he, he would say that he's trying to like promote and like sell itself. When he came to that... Um, event there what's it called uh, influence you from montreal he came a little bit late and then uh, the guy who organized it was telling me he's like you know he came he came late he just gave us like a good half hour or whatever and then a lot of the younger people like in their 20s they were just like follow like they were just following him because he's raw right because he's he's he plays yeah, around he he's, plays he's around he's that clickbait Big bait. Because he's raw he's raw that game. exactly but the thing is i'm not degrading what he's saying don't get me wrong here yeah. yet not everything he says is not, true. Not, not everyone that everyone says is true either. Like, again, right? So you gotta well, again. That's gotta, a whole other podcast. Yeah, yes, you gotta indeed. take everything with a grain of salt too. You know, but there's some influencers there that are like, like I like. You know who I follow? Also, DJ Khaled. Every time I, <sighs> every, hold on a second. Every time I like, I feel a little bit down or whatever. He has that energy that <laughs> he, just he, he doesn't eat pussy. I can't, I can't, you, I can't take him seriously. You to that guy. a level that you're like, okay, you know what? I'm in a good mood today. You know, it's just yeah. like certain things that he does that but I'm like, you know he's what? The admirable. The group. admirable though. There's some th certain things that he does. It's admirable. On that note, to conclude this in a very nice, cute little way, 
make so how can I put this? Focus on you. Try to find again, it has to be realistic. Don't go over the top. Don't put that much pressure on you. Life is very simple. Survive, be happy. Now you just have to find what makes you happy, I guess. That's that's the hardest part. It's, it's not that hard. Whatever. If you some, actually some if, people struggle. Actually, I struggle with this for a long time. Okay. Also, sometimes the thing you think is gonna make you happy once you have it, you realize it's not this. Make you no, happy. but that's exactly. the thing. So it's trial exactly. and error, but yet you still went for it. So you just yeah, have to sit true. down and go back, right? We are all grown ass people. Again, a sixteen year old's not gonna be the same because they don't have that experience. They don't know what makes them happy. They only known that what? They learn to walk, <laughs> read, and do math at that that's point. That's it, pretty much. So when you go through things, you'll realize that these little moments, these little events, these little souvenirs mm-hmm. put that smile on you, and you just have to pursue them. Yeah. You don't need, you know, the big house. Some people it does. That's their thing. Some people it's trips. Some people it's spending time with their dogs. Some people family. Some people it's buying the jet. Yeah. You want to buy the jet. You, but know, you see, like, those people, right, cool. when they lose the jet, they commit suicide. When I don't see, let's just say, my cousins for a week, I won't commit suicide. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, some people like material things and they run after it. How, how are they okay. doing? I was like, you know what? How are they doing during this period me, now? It's, me, me, it's my new thing now. Do you. Yeah, do you, boo-boo. <laughs> do you, boo-boo. <laughs> like, whatever you want to do, just do you. you Thanks know? again for everything. This was fun. Therapeutic in more ways than one. And uh, hopefully we'll get you guys back. Sounds good. Had fun. Awesome. A la próxima. <laughs> See ya. Who's fault?